the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Welcome to Come Together San Diego, the live local show on K-Praise, designed to explore what unity in the body of Christ sounds like within our communities and beyond. Don't just listen to it. Be a part of it. Now, here is your host, Bible teacher, writer, broadcaster, and lover of God, Kaz Taylor. Well, welcome back for an absolutely exciting new episode of Come Together San Diego. Kaz Taylor, Come Together San Diego in San Diego. I guess you can tell by the title of the broadcast I'm in San Diego. But my my producer, Neil, is here, and engineer Chris is here in the studio. And I have somebody on the other coastline with me as well, a dear friend and a lady who just absolutely loves the Word of God. Uh, the Torah, Old Testament, New Testament, and she likes to blend them together in something that she calls his appointed times or God's appointed times to give you an idea of what's going on, who, why, what, where, when, and how. My dear friend on the East Coast, Christine Vallis. How are you, Christine? I'm doing awesome, Kaz. So great to hear your voice. And you... sound like you're right next door. Exactly. Well, (laughs) you know, what's a few states between us? I'm sure that's understated, but nonetheless. Hey, you know what we're going to do right now is I'm going to blow the shofar, Christine, because, you know, we know what happens uh, when there's something of uh, Mm. noteworthy that is to be declared. Oftentimes, God instructs the shofar to be blown so people can gather together and say, what? What's up? And so today we're going to talk about God's months and seasons and days and years and how... uh, valuable it is for us to comprehend not only what's going on in the world, and I guess you can say amen to that there's a lot of things going on in the world. Hey, Christine? Yeah. You <laughs> and can so, hear me? Yes, I can yeah. hear you just fine. Okay. So, so there's a lot of things going on in the world, and there's also a lot of yeah. things going on in our lives. So my listening friend, you're gonna, I'm going to be handing the baton over a lot to Christine Vallis, uh, the author of His Appointed times, but I'm going to blow the show far, and then I'm going to let her rip, and I'll do color commentary. Is that fair, Christine? Can you hear yeah, me? Yeah, you know, I'd like to talk with you, Cass. Yeah, can you hear me okay? Yes, I can. Yeah, and we so are going to talk. I'm not going to let you get away with having the entire segments. Are you kidding? Take over the whole show? Yeah. <laughs> no, that's my, what my wife says. She says, Cass, you take over the whole show. Let the co-host <laughs> say at least one or two words. So I'm trying to be an obedient yeah, husband. I'll, I'll let you... That's right. I'll, I'll let you in there now and now and again. So, okay. <laughs> Here's a shofar blast, my friend. This, uh, in, from a Hebrew perspective and a biblical perspective, means pay close attention, important news coming your way. Here's the blast. There you go, Christine. All right. It's a setup for YOU. awesome. Hey, you know, there's a lot of stuff going on. Tell us why we need to be aware of his appointed times, Christine Vallis. Yes. Well, Kaz, first of all, thanks so much for having me again here on 
your program come together San Diego. It's just an awesome privilege, and I thank you so much. Um, it's just such a blessing. And, um, and you know, I thought when preparing for tonight for this doubleheader show, um, ministry time, conversation together, um, that I should, you know, really begin with kind of laying a foundation that, um, you know, does God even have a calendar? You know, what are you talking about? Yeah, you know, and, and why would he? When, why would he? Yeah, right. Yeah, yeah. And I think you know, those of us who who are uh, you know know about God's calendar, we just jump right in and start talking about it. And um, I know this was totally new to me. You know, so so you know, I I just wanted to kind of spend a little bit of time here in this first segment, just talking about that. Yes, God has a calendar. And one of the things that I thought about, um, you know, upon my discovery of God's calendar, I thought to myself, well, if God had a calendar, I want to know what's on it, you know? <laughs> yeah, exactly. Right? And one might be surprised, yes. my, my listening friend, and you might be surprised as you dig into his calendar, your name is throughout it. It may not have your name specifically, but uh, the things that God has in store yeah. for you personally is uh, laced throughout his months, his days, his seasons and years. Back to you, Christine. Yes, yes, yes. So, you know, um, it's just a beautiful, uh, it's just another piece of God's creation. You know, just like anything that we see in this world that God created, it all points back to Jesus and his love for us and, and how he wants to have relationship with us, you know? So, so I have just been so blessed, um, uh, you know, um, not only connecting with God's times and seasons, month by month and year by year, but it all brings me back to how much God loves me. <laughs> and that's what I just love because he is such a good shepherd more than we know. You know, I, I always thought, you know, and I knew, okay, God is a good shepherd. The Lord is my shepherd, you know, in a general sense. But he's so specific where he wants to um, point out every every day of our lives, you know, and every month and every season. And there are cycles and seasons and feasts and fasts. And, and there's so much significance in numbers and, um, and not to worship these things, you know, but again, all pointing back to God himself, to Jesus, to his word, bringing us full circle in relationship. Yeah. Anything to add there? Well, you know, I'm thinking we have to, the enemy likes to, do uh, fake news and the horoscopes and things like yeah. that. They try to use, you know, the, the, the sun, the moon, and the stars to determine what your future going to be. That's a, a fake news. And basically the enemy kind of likes to come in and he likes to give uh, something that's almost accurate, but enough to throw you away from the focus on God. And then, then you begin worshiping the stars and the moon and things like that. This is completely errant. And that's what the enemy is doing in so many different ways today. And one of the safeguards against the enemy's ploys is by understanding God's character through his months, days, seasons, right. uh, years. So back to you, Christine. That's right. We've got about two that's and a half, right. three and- minutes. Okay. Awesome. Well, that just is a perfect segue to um, the scripture I wanted to share in this segment. And from Daniel 7.25, and it's talking about um, the enemy where it says, He, Satan, will speak out against the Most High and wear down the saints of the highest one, and he will intend 
to make alterations in times and in law. And I think a lot of us look at that scripture. I know I had seen that before, but often um, just looked at the law part of it mm-hmm. because we see the enemy trying to change laws all over the place. But but almost like we skip over the times part, you know, and so if somebody can mess up with your time, you know, even even actually, you know, connecting with the call tonight, I was like, oh, I got to make sure I'm, you know, making, you know, East Coast, West Coast, making sure I get the right hours, because if I don't, I'm going to miss it. You know, yes. so if somebody can mess up our time, they're going to throw us off, you know, so he attempts to do that. But greater is he that is in us than he who is in the world. So, You know, one of the other ways he messes up your time is he puts stuff in into your life and lifestyle that are really superfluous to actually living. You know, you, I need to do this and that and the other because I need to have other mm-hmm. people like me or I, I need to do this because I kind of feel obligated to do this and somebody else told me to do it, so I need to do it. You, you get so overwhelmed by what other people are telling you to do, you miss what God is instructing you to do. So that's one of the other ways he robs our time, wouldn't you say? That's right. Yeah, robs our time and gives us a bad connotation of time, oh, I yeah. think, too, because when most of us think of time, it's not in a good way. <laughs> I think we're either running late. We, we, the best days are behind us. I'm running out of time. I missed my time. You know, I'm getting too old. It's all negative, negative, <laughs> negative. And meanwhile, God is like, no, I created time. Yes. And I put you in time to bless you. You know, say that and, again, um, so, Christine, that that is yeah. a, I put you in time and I put gave you time to bless you. What a remarkable to thought. Bless you. Yeah. And that's, you know, God's spoken favor over us, his my, my, spoken my. favor over us in the time and season that we are in. Oh, I so love it. Time is good because he created it. Amen. Yes, yes, yes. So uh, we, we've got yeah. a, an idea where we're going to go, my listening friend, on this, because uh, Christine, I'll tell you what, she's a remarkable person, got so many different uh, skill sets, but uh, discerning the times and seasons and putting them into a language and a visual that you can comprehend is one of them. So um, in about uh, 30 seconds, where are we going to go, go in the next segment, Christine Vallis? Okay, so what I thought we would do is kind of... Um, look all the way out and then zoom all the way in. So we're going to start by looking at the decade that we're in and then go to the year and then the month. And then, yeah, so we're going to from zoom out and then zoom all the way in. So we're going to jump into the decade and the year. Exactly. Mm -hmm. And I'll tell you what, my listening friend, when you understand the decade in which we find ourselves, all these things that are happening in the world will make more Mm -hmm. sense to you. When Christine Vallis of his appointed times and Kaz Come right back. More Come Together San Diego with Cass Taylor is next on K-Praise. Now back to Come Together San Diego, the live local show on K-Praise with Cass Taylor. Well, welcome back, my friends. Come Together San Diego. I have my co-host on the other coastline, actually, uh, East Coast, West Coast, and we're catching you in the middle, and in Hawaii and Alaska mm-hmm. as well, and other parts of the world, including Israel, I hope. <laughs> so, Christine mm-hmm. Vallis, I, I, you know, you and I have been friends for quite some time now, and uh, I've been, I, I originally was tracking you when I saw, all of a sudden on the internet, I saw somebody that was doing things about the months and seasons, days and years, and, and I said, I need to find out more. And all of a sudden, mm-hmm. I come up against this 
beautiful lady with a skill set to be able to draw on a chalkboard so that even Kaz can understand. I loved it. So ever since then, you've been popping up on YouTube and other places, and I'm going, I know her. So for, for the sake of our, our listeners, would you give a way that they can find you on the Internet or any other means? That would be great. And also to access your book. Yeah, sure. Absolutely. Yeah. So um, I have a website. It's my name, Christine Vallis, spelled Christine with a C and Vallis, V as in Victor, A-L-E-S dot com. And so I have my website there with all my videos and everything. And then from that place, you can also connect with me on Facebook, uh, YouTube, and um that's about it right now. <laughs> okay, understand. But, uh, understand. Yeah, yes. yeah. I'll, I'll tell you what, when you, mm-hmm. when you get in, you know, the, the way that she does this, mm-hmm. uh, anybody can understand it. I mean, she draws, she, she draws uh, on the chalkboard and she draws beautiful artwork and, and, she, and she uses that to explain what other people would see mm-hmm. as very, very complex truths. And she goes, oh, here it is and here's what it looks like. And you go, oh, mm-hmm. thank you, Christine. It makes it all so much easier to understand. So... We've got, uh, mm, we're going to talk awesome. about the uh, decades uh, that God gives us decades. Yeah. He gives us years, days, and sometimes even hours. So lay it on yeah. us. Yeah. So, um, and I, I'll just say this, um, that the Lord showed me as we get into the, talking about all these different things, that um, the interesting way that the Lord gave me to present these things on the chalkboards um, was, first of all, I'm a visual learner, and I need things really um so I can see them in front of me. And the Lord also said, hey, this doesn't have to be hard. This is elementary stuff, you know, <laughs> because when you're in, in when you're in grammar school, that's when you learn about all the months and you learn about all the seasons. Right. So it's like a chalkboard teaching because they're really elementary teachings. We don't have to be intimidated by it. Yeah. So I just wanted to preface that. Yes. So um, we're going to talk about the current decade that we're in. And so. How do we know what the decade? I know we're we're right now in you know 2020s, right on the Gregorian calendar, but we're going to look at God's calendar, the the Hebrew calendar, the biblical calendar, and so the civil calendar when when the when the calendar actually flips over, that happens at a time in the fall at a at a, at a day on a day called Rosh Hashanah. Yes, and um, I know growing up on the East Coast, I I didn't know what that was. All I knew is that I had a day off of school for it, and I was happy. <laughs> but um, any, you know, any of these holidays, a lot of them, I didn't know what they were, but it gave me a day off of school, so I liked it. But um, you know, years later, I come to discover that Rosh Hashanah means Rosh means head, and Shana means year. So it's head of the year, and so basically, it's the physical. Uh, beginning of the of the physical calendar year, and it's actually based on the creation of the earth, according to like rabbinical rabbinical studies, biblical scholars. So, so the so, Gregorian so calendar doing, deals with 2020, yeah. uh, 2022, but the the Hebraic calendar actually goes on a time frame, uh, God's time frame instead. That's right. Yeah, based on creation. Yeah. So, yeah. so what is this year what is this year currently? Yeah, so this current year is 5782. Yes. So so we're in, you know, 2022, 
And so the biblical uh, decade is the 82. Yes. So there's the correlation there, um, especially the last number two, right? Yeah. So, um, so, so, you know, we're in this world, right? But we're not of it. So, of course, we, we don't say, oh, well, I'm just going to study God's calendar and forget the, the Gregorian one, you know, because we're in this world. We're operating in this world. So we have to, you know, use it. But there's, there's a hidden calendar under there, you know, um, that has spiritual and prophetic insight to guide us. And it's just awesome. So, so this, this um, Rosh Hashanah decade we're talking about now is um, connected with 2020, the decade that we're in now, 2020s. And so that decade is 5780. And that began in September in the fall of 2020. Ah, I'm right? to get the correlation. Yeah. Do you get the matchup? Okay. But one yeah. of yeah, and one of the oh, wonderful right. things about God is th- th- these are not just numbers. The numbers have significant meanings. The Hebrew letters yeah. uh, also relate to numbers <laughs> and stories, picture stories, and th- that's right. delightful. So, so this yeah. uh, th- this decade of the eight we, we're calling it the eighties because it's fifty seven eighty two currently. So, what does this decade mm-hmm. mean? I mean, a, a decade has value. What does it mean? That's right. Yeah. So it's really, that's why I say on the chalkboard, God gave me the chalkboard to show these things because they're really not hard to see because it's, it all goes back to the Hebrew alphabet. So, so it's like ABCs and one, two, threes, and just easy. It's just right there for us to see. So it's um, the 80 number is connected to the Hebrew alphabet. Every letter in the alphabet has a number. And so when you look at 80, it is the Hebrew letter pay. And spell and that so, is it is it P A Y or how do you spell that? It's yeah, it's P E Y. Uh-huh. P E Y, that's a good question. Right? And so that letter has a numerical value of eighty. And then it also has a picture. And it means a mouth, an opening or an entrance. And it also um, has an action to it. it, means to speak, to command, to declare, to open. And interesting, too, that it is a letter that has two forms, like physically, like as you're writing it. You can write it two ways. Uh-huh. And if you think about it, our mouth has two forms, right? Open and closed. You know? <laughs> so, yeah. So it's really like right there. You know, it's it's like if you have eyes to see. And so you just ask the Holy Spirit, show me, what are you showing me about this decade? And it's like, here it is. Oh, Look, and, that's, and so you would say, because it's the uh, decade of the 80s, it is a time for opening one's mouth and hopefully wisdom comes out. You know, when, when we teach, you know, I, you and I have taught this for quite some time and this mm-hmm. uh, entrance to the month of uh, the eighties, if you will, is a time because a lot of times in, in our past, we were reflecting on God's word and things like that. This is a time where God's saying the stuff that I've given you speak it out. Wouldn't you say so, Christine? That's right. That's right. That's right. Yeah. And, and, um, and, and the two scriptures really that were, um, you know, highlighted to me as I was, you know, discovering about the decade um, was, first of all, life and death are in the power of the tongue, right? Yes. Like, like, really, what does that mean? Okay, so speak it out, but then knowing when to speak, you know, okay, Lord, am I speaking here or am I being quiet, you know? Yes. And really depending on the Holy Spirit, because death and life are in the power of our tongue, and then 
what comes out of our mouth is whatever we put in our heart, right? Yes. That's Matthew 1, 1, 2, 3, 4, 12, 34, out of, the, um, out of the abundance of the heart, the mouth speaks. Wow. Yeah. So it sounds to me mm-hmm. like these months, while, you know, you'd make it simple looking by the, your chalk, beautiful colored calendars and things like that, it, you mm-hmm. can get as much out of it as you're willing to dig out of it. Isn't that accurate? That's right. Yeah, my, absolutely. My, my. And, yeah, and, and, and like a, a person, a person that is maybe a, a a deep Bible student, they'll get a lot out of it. But somebody who's even uh, rudimentary in their studies of scripture or have very little to know about it, it's helpful for them to dig in specifically as well because it gives you you give scripture uh, uh, locations and things like that. People can get quite an education mm-hmm. by looking at the months of the year and the decades of the year. We've got about a minute and a half or two minutes here. I think you did a great job in setting the stage for some of the other segments. Where would you like to go in the next segment? I'll give you, you know, you're my co-host. You can do what we call the closing statement or the tease for the next segment. Really? (laughs) There you go. (laughs) (laughs) Well, I would like to, um, you know, anytime I talk to people about, you know, the subject, they just want to say, well, where are we right now? You know, so... um, so we want to, we talked about the decade and this decade, I feel like the Lord gave me because it's connected to the mouth is a decade of declaration. This whole decade, that means, you know, 80, 81, 82, 83, 84, all the way down 20, you know, 2020, 2021, 2022, 23. So now we want to know, okay, where are we now? Right. Yeah, exactly. What year are we in? So we're going to jump into, um, in the next segment, we're going to look at 2022 and, and how that correlates to God's calendar. And yes. um, and also, Kat, I, I can't help, and I have to say this in our last closing seconds, is that who would have thunk that the decade <laughs> of declaration <laughs> would be the year um, that attacked our very breath with COVID-19 yes. and tried to cover our mouths and censor our words with masks and mandates and all sorts of censoring in this decade of declaration? So, so you you know, can say that uh, Satan had a strategy to shut us up in our years of declaration, I guess you could say. That's right. Well, That's we're going right. to dig, sure you know, is. the Bible says not to be <laughs> ignorant of his devices. So we will not only be aware mm-hmm. of his devices as we dig further into uh, his appointed times, but we're going to also tell you how to defend against the ploys and ply uh, the, the, the desire to... To twist us uh, in the segments ahead, we're going to find out more how to combat those things. Christine Vallis and Kaz, we'll be right back. This is Come Together San Diego, the live local show on K Praise. More Come Together San Diego is just moments away. Now, more of Come Together San Diego, the live local show on K Praise. Here's Kaz Taylor. Well, hi, my friends. Yes, back again with my co-host on the other uh, on the other coastline, uh, Christine Vallis, his appointed times, and uh, she's a remarkable lady, and she's got a really a, a way with teaching. She she makes it simple sounding, and she brings complex ideas right into your little old brain. <laughs> and the other thing about her, I, I'm going to brag on you just a little bit. She's one of the most remarkable worship leaders, songwriters you've ever met. So if you ever get a chance to see anything musical on her sites, listen in and then order some of her music. She is absolutely remarkable, but then I'm biased. What can I say? 
Oh, <laughs> thank you, Ken. Oh, exactly. I'm it's my, my, my pleasure. So, Christine, <laughs> I have a question for you. What's what's yes? this calendar year? This calendar month? What's what's it, what is in it for us right now? What do we need to be aware of? Watch out for and be expectant from a blessing standpoint. Christine Vallis, tell us, won't you? Yeah. Well, yeah. So I want to just uh, right now say, yeah, be excited because this is an awesome year. Um, that, you know, we're talking about the decade, and here we now are in this year, 2022. And so what is God showing us through, you know, these uh, prophetic insights through the numbers of the year? So so we're looking at now the year 2022, which is corresponding to 5782, right? Yes. So we know that 80, like we just were talking about, connects with um, the mouth. So we know it has, you know, again— something to do with our words. We're watching our words, what we're putting in our heart. Life and death is the power of the tongue. But now what about the two? What what does number two mean? And so number two is connected with the second letter of the Hebrew alphabet, and it is the Hebrew letter bet or vet. And that that letter means house. And, you know, it's a Bethlehem, bet. The so it's a house. Half of that. Word. House of house yeah, of bread. House, house of bread. I yeah. love it. See, so as you actually, when you're even just looking at the letters, you, you can really just gain so much insight, and suddenly, suddenly you're learning Hebrew. You know, so, so, so number two now is the house, and not only the physical house or tent, but our bodies, Ooh. our households, our families, what is inside. Or within. So, so again, you know, you're just looking at these two numbers. You're looking at 80 and 2, the mouth and the house, the mouth and the body, declaring the family, you know. So, so um, I really um, was excited about that. So I'm like, okay, so it's, it's, the Lord is saying, you know, watch what you say over your, your house, you know, Ooh. speak life over your family, speak life over your body. Uh, speak my my health. Speak you know, speak my nature. Speak my truth over over your house. And so, there was one other element though with this year, Kaz, that um, is exciting. Do you know what it is? Well, um, okay. I, we could go a lot of different directions here, but the whole <laughs> the whole idea of this oh, opening your mouth is basically entrusting the Lord to fill it. So there's probably an enhanced mm-hmm. intimacy between you and the Lord. That's one thing. Amen. Yeah. Yeah. Right. Well, this, this was like a, a, a bonus round question. So, so the bonus round question, um, what makes this year different, there was one other element and that is this year, 5782 uh, is a Sabbath year. Ah, uh, yes, yes, a yes. Sabbath uh, year. Yes, so, what they would call a shemitah, you know a shemitah year, wouldn't a it be? Yes, shemitah. Yes, and that well, boy, what <laughs> yes. happens? You know, we go back to scripture, and you go, okay, well, I tracked yes. the children in the wilderness. What happened with them? Mm-hmm. The, the the manna, and then on the sixth day, double portion of manna, so that they could rest on the seventh day. All, all this kind of stuff is there's there's a component of rest here. It seems like you're. Is that where you're going with this? That is exactly where I'm going. Yes. Oh. Bingo. Yes. <laughs> so, so it was like, as I was looking at all, you know, the other 
um, years and stuff and decades and stuff. I, this, it was just really looking at the numbers. But so, so now, not only looking at the numbers, uh, but there was this element of a Sabbath year, just like as there's, you know, um, seven days and one day of rest, there's um, six years and one year of rest. So it's a Sabbath rest. So the Lord gave me this uh, slogan for the year or this declaration for the year, which is declare his rest over your house. Oh, my. Yeah. Now, yeah. I, I, you know, yeah. I, I email you periodically to see what's going on. And then you have a, you, you, one of the things that you say on the automatic reply, it goes, uh, I'm, I'm acknowledging a Sabbath rest, so I may not be able to get to you as fast as I have on other, uh, other times because you were observing this Sabbath rest. And I, help me understand how we Gentiles might apply mm-hmm. that. Right. So, so I, I really believe that, um, that the Lord has a certain area of rest that he wants us to have in our lives this year, you know, and I think that we are so good at, um, even when we turn over the new year, you know, in the Gregorian calendar, we hit, you know, we go from 2021 to 2022 and we just want to jump right ahead and start going, okay, what can I do different? Okay, let's let's make new plans yes. instead of looking back. And I think during a time of rest, whether it's like in the morning or, you know, once a week or here in the Sabbath year of rest, we get a chance to look back at our lives and say, okay, what is working? Where is God highlighting? What, what areas is the Lord telling me? All right, let's give this area rest. You've been pouring out and pouring out and pouring out. And, and you need to be refilled in that area. Wow, know? wow. And so if we don't stop, if we don't stop and inquire of the Lord, we will just keep planting and planting and planting in the same soil that is really, you know, saying, could you give me a break? <laughs> you know, like, well, yeah, but, I need the nourishment back in my soil. Wow, and, but back in your soil as well. I, I understand where you're going with here. I, it seems yeah. like it's, there's more than a, like a double or triple entendre going on in, in these lessons. Uh-huh. Let Not only let the soil of the ground rest, but let, let your own personal body rest as well. It's ironic because New Year's time frame from uh, a secular mm-hmm. standpoint is let's do these New Year's resolutions and, and people, you know, there's the enhancement of uh, gym uh, uh, right. memberships and uh, you see people out running and walking and you see them out for maybe one month and then they're not walking anymore. You go, what's, what's, what happened? It was a resolution that was ill-kept because it did not really allow the rest and meditation to know where to go f- mm-hmm. from there forward. Go ahead, Christine. Mm-hmm. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. You know, I mean, so it, it's like the world doesn't really give us permission to rest or, or it says that that's a waste of time. Mm. You just put your head down and keep going, you know, yes. but um, but the Lord doesn't operate that way, you know. And so it, it could be I think it's very unique for everybody. But I think if we stop and pause and ask the Lord, what area, what areas in my life do I need to pull back and rest in? And he, he wants to tell us because he loves us so much and he wants to refresh us. Wow. Yeah. Wow. And so, so it's, it's, a, it's, exci- it's exciting. It's, it's, it's a special year. And I think also something funny too, really funny when I figured this out, is that 
this year of rest actually started in September. And you know what day it started on the Gregorian calendar? It started on Labor Day. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God's got a yeah, sense of humor, doesn't yeah. he? Oh, yeah, my. I, yeah. I love that. You know, because my, my. God works everywhere, you know, he's, you know, so, so, so anyway, when I saw that, and I want to talk about this in the next segment, yes. um, is that, wait a minute, that sounds like an oxymoron. So, uh, so a year of rest is beginning on Labor Day. And it reminded <laughs> me of the scripture in um, Hebrews 4.11 that says, let us labor Therefore, to enter into that rest, lest any man fall under the same example of unbelief. So there is a labor, yes. a laboring to yes. enter God's rest. And that's what I want to talk about. We're yeah. going to talk about that in the mm-hmm. next segment. My listening friend, uh, I hope you realize that you're getting into some uh, interesting insights on comprehending not only how you're to live your life, but also some of the things that may be coming uh, after you, against you, but also how God is at your side protecting you by understanding the feasts and festivals, the signs, days, months, and years. Christine Vallis and I will talk more about this when we come right back. This is Come Together San Diego, the live local show on K-Praise. More Come Together San Diego is just moments away. Now, more of Come Together San Diego, the new live local show on K-Praise. Here's Cass Taylor. Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, isn't this exciting? I have Christine Vallis on the East Coast with Kaz on the West Coast, and she's talking about a book that she's authored. Actually, there's several different uh, uh, volumes of this book. It's called His Appointed Times, and it basically highlights in very simple ways what it looks like each month, each season, and uh, what the biblical uh, value is to it. And it has numerical value. It has picture book value. It has, uh, you know, uh, values for the, the seasons of harvest and the seasons of celebration. It's just remarkable. And Christine Vallis is here with me talking about the different aspects of the different seasons and the different decades. And I'm going to hand it back to you, Christine, to uh, tell us what you want to talk about in this uh, last segment of the first hour. Can you believe how quickly that goes? Yeah, time flies. Yes, yes. Especially when you're talking about God's calendar. Um, <laughs> well, yeah, <laughs> we're going to jump in, um, you know, as we close the last uh, segment there, talking about how the year that we're in right now, 5782, connecting with 2022, is this year um, where the Lord is, is is calling us to declare his rest over our house and um to to um to enter into his rest and and then again looking at how it began on labor day <laughs> and so i had um right this oxymoron so it seems um and and just looking here at hebrews 4:11 that says let us labor therefore to enter into that rest lest any man fall after the same example of unbelief. And Kaz, this is talking about, um, you know, what, what are they talking about here? Um, what, you know, what, what rest? What, do, what are we talking about? And it's actually referring to um, the children of Israel when they're standing there at the edge of the promised land and they're getting the reports back, you know, from, 
from the 12 spies. Yes, 10 of the 12, yuck, and the 2 of the 12 says, let's do it. Yeah, yeah. So, and what happened? Who did they believe? <laughs> yeah. They they chose to believe the 10 spies network, right? So, <laughs> so yeah. as, as they call them. So, so that's what this scripture is referring to. So what happened was the reason why the children of Israel um, went with the the ten spies is because they didn't have they didn't believe God, because God had told them, "I'm going to give you the land. You're going to go in and everything." But they they went by their emotions, they went by their feelings, and they didn't believe God. And in um, I believe it's Psalm 78 says that our unbelief limits God. Yes. So again, con- connecting this to rest, um, there is a labor um, that 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 we partake in to entering rest. And and here's here's a, a way I kind of think about it too. It's like when you go on vacation. Let's say you're going on for a week or maybe even two weeks if you're if you're lucky enough to have all that time off. But um, so. It, it kind of takes a day or, you know, or two to kind of yes. get into a new rhythm, right? And so there is like a laboring. There is like a transitioning where you're saying, okay, I'm not going to think about work anymore, or I'm going to shift my mindset, right? Yes. And so there's a, a labor. There's a choice where you're shutting off these things to focus on rest and relaxation or whatever. And so... So what is it for us with God? What is he trying to say? He's saying that the labor is believing me. <laughs> that's the fight. That's the battle. That's the, that's the sweat. That's, that's the, um, you know, fighting the good fight of faith is believing God. Because when we believe him, we will trust him and we will rest. Yes. Oh, that's does that so, resonate? No, it may, does yeah, that yes, it does very much so. It, 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 yeah, it's kind of like obedience. It, it, it takes a little bit of work to be obedient, and uh, and you got to get your your mind cleansed and your mentality mm-hmm. and your your everything that you do has to be cleansed. And maybe the people around whom you t- spend time they have to realize the rest component as well. Uh, so there is a, a bit of a labor there. There's another thing I wanted to bring up here too, and that is a lot of mm-hmm. people can get into you know legalism. It's a it's a it's a Sabbath day, and uh, I have to rest, yeah. and I can't do these kind of things, and I can't go take a walk. I can't do yeah, I can't do any of these things. One of the comments I believe Jesus said, he said, uh, "Man was not made for the Sabbath, but Sabbath was made for the person." So it's a day of rest, but don't become so legalistic that you say, I'm never, I can never do this. I can never do that because it, Sabbath is for you. You're not for the Sabbath. Right. You want to carry Amen. this anywhere else you want to go here? We've got about uh, yeah. four or five minutes left. Yeah. Yeah. And it's like, again, it goes back to um, in Galatians where it says, stand forth, you know, stand there in the liberty and the grace that, you know, what did you do to become saved? Nothing. You believed. Yes. So then live your life like that. Don't go put yourself back under the law again. You know, I've given you rest. Enjoy it. Don't make it another idol because then you're putting yourself back in bondage. Ooh, you know? that's so true. And that's our human default. That's our human <laughs> default. We go that way. It is. Of, it is. Our whole lives. Everything in this world is, 
you do this and then you get that. That's but right. It's not like that with the Lord, right? Right, because yeah. in, in our brains, mm-hmm. because of our limited understanding of God and His character, we think we have to earn His love. And so if there's a Sabbath, we need to obey it to earn God's love. He goes, no, 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 no. It is my, my mm. love knows no bounds. And so uh, I'm forgiving and I understand, but I didn't make the Sabbath for you to obey the Sabbath. I made Sabbath for you to rest and enjoy me, enjoy your family, enjoy your Amen. thoughts and your own peace. If we've got That's about right. two or three minutes right. left here. How would you like to, to carry this segment? My yeah. dear co-host. Um, Let's see. Yeah, yeah. Well, you know what? I just wanted to, um, I think we, we have a, a time to look at this. And um, this is something that jumped out at me in the book of Numbers. So if anybody's got their Bible open or you want to write this down for later, um, talking about resting. So it's like you can be uh, resting um, like and have like a, the best bed, the best sheets, you know, the, the best, you know, p- fluffy pillows. But, and have everything you need to rest, but then lay there and be worrying and not resting oh my. And, and worrying and tossing and turning, right? So are we really resting? And in Numbers 18, uh, 9, 8, chapter 9, 18, um, it's talking about this section where the Lord um, led the children of Israel by the cloud by day and the pillar of fire by night, right? Yes. You remember this part, right? And it's really a picture of the Holy Spirit, how he leads us and he guides us. And in verse um, 18, it said, At the commandment of the Lord, the children of Israel journeyed, and at the commandment of the Lord, they pitched their tents. And as long as the cloud rested upon the tabernacle, they rested in their tents. So I saw that, and it really jumped out at me, um, you know, thinking about this year. And I was like, well, that's easy. Um, you know, so if the Spirit um, is resting in a certain place, like if the Holy Spirit is saying, okay, rest here, stop here, then rest. And yes. if He says, okay, pick up and go, then go. And, and you know, we have that example physically, how they, how they follow the cloud and the pillar. So it was like, well, that's easy. Okay, so I just follow your Spirit, right? How nice, you know? And in, in the Scripture there, though, it's funny because it said that that's what they did. You know, you know, when the cloud rested, they rested. But then when you read uh, further, it, it goes into talking what I was talking about. Just because they were resting didn't mean they were really resting. Yes. Because in chapter 13, they were in their tents, but they were murmuring and complaining at the door. You know, it's like a kid that's like, all right, I'll go in my room, but I'm going to, you know, complain at the doorway or whatever. You know, <laughs> And so... So that's what they were doing. They were maybe physically, you know, looking like they were resting, but they really weren't. And then, you know, they were complaining. They had no meat. You know, they went, oh, we had his manna. And even Moses, you know, where you think, well, Moses had to be doing something right. But even Moses was like, God, how are you going to feed these people? You know, um, how are you going to do it? And he was questioning God. and, And the Lord right there at the end of chapter 11 says, is my hand waxed too short? You know, is there any any limit to my power? And it just goes back to to just believing God. Yes. And the way we, we believe Him is when we know we can trust Him, and that comes from knowing that that He loves us. Oh my! We're out of time on this yeah. segment, Christine. I know. Ballas, but, I know. Uh, I've been watching the clock. Uh, you're yeah. pretty good. I like that. 
Um, so we're going to talk more about this, and yeah, we're going to get into some other foundation stones that are tied to uh, resting in the Lord and the benefit that all this uh, means to you, my listening friend. I hope you're appreciating Christine Vallis and her insights and her book, uh, which is entitled His Appointed Times. We'll talk more about this in the next hour when we come right back. More Come Together San Diego with Cass Taylor is next on K-Praise. I'll tell the world. Come Together San Diego with Cass Taylor on K-Praise. Well, hello, my friends. Back again for another hour with a dear, sweet friend and a very knowledgeable person about the, the uh, signs, the days, the months, and the years of uh, the Bible. And I say it's uh, the Bible because a lot of people say, well, those are Jewish holidays and Jewish time frames. No, they're not. They're biblical time frames, and the Bible calls them God's seasons. So, Christine, one of the things that people need to realize that th- these seasons and times that we're talking about were built for us, Jew and Gentile alike. So uh, it's been a great fun taking the, this far, and I know— that you uh, and I have been kind of looking through the telescope at the big picture, and I love the fact that you're going to hew, hew it down a bit and, and go into the more specific months and days and things. So I'm going to hand the baton to you. Before you start, give a, a website again for people to find out more about the Christine Vallis, my dear friend. Okay. Thank you, Kaz. Yes, um, you can find uh, me and my teachings uh, my website, christinevallis.com, and it's Christine, C-H-R-I-S-T-I-N-E-V, as in Victor, A-L-E-S.com. And it's uh, His Appointed Times is a calendar journal study guide, and um, it's a great resource. Oh, it is indeed. Just, uh, keep, you know, well, yep, uh, track yep, your yep. life according to God's calendar. It's fantastic. Yeah, so well, we've looked through the telescope. What are we going to do when we look through the microscope? Yeah, so we're going to zoom in now on the month that we're in right now. And, um, you know, um, this, all the different months have different names. So, um, you know, sometimes when you hear the name, you, you say, what? What is the name? I never heard of that. So, yes. so the name of this month is called Shabbat. And it almost sounds like Shabbat. <laughs> or, 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 Sabbath, or, yes, Sabbath, yes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So right at uh, right the month that we're in right now is called Shavat, and um, this month actually started on January second this year, and so it, we're really almost at the tail end of it. It's going to be wrapping up on February first this coming Tuesday, and um, this month and and as all the months are, I'll, I'll just give a, a a quick overview that all the months on God's calendar are embedded with um, prophetic encouragements. There are feasts sometimes, sometimes fasts, sometimes um, just appointed times, basically like, like Kaz was talking about, um, that uh, God has highlighted in the, in the Word of God. And, um, and also, every month has a um, Hebrew letter connected with it. It has a tribe connected with it. And the tribes, Actually, Kaz, I don't know if you know this, that um, the tribes, how they connect the tribes with the months is that they, the order in which they moved in battle is that that is the number month 
um, like if for the first tribe that went first in battle would be connected to the first month and the second tribe that went second oh would be connected to the second month and so on and so on. Yeah. Would it be so, also accurate to say like in, in, yeah. in uh, Genesis 49, weren't they in the proper months that they were blessed or not? Oh, that could be too. Maybe it I could be. I thought about that one. Hmm. Yeah. <laughs> Let me write that down. Something to study. Yeah. So, and yeah. So, and then, you know, you can just look at one element of, of the month, like you were saying, each tribe, and then look at the blessing, like you were saying, and then get insight from there. And, um, and uh, so there's so, there's so much that the Lord wants to show us. Um, and he just wants to shepherd us and guide us and kind of give us a prophetic heads up for the month. And again, every time I go around God's calendar, I've been doing this for, gosh, like seven or eight, even more now, 10 years maybe. But I, I just see that every time I go around, every time I go through another month, it's not about, um, you know, marking down every day and making sure I remember this or I remember that or I remember, but it's showing me how much God loves me and how much he wants intimacy with me and how much he wants to shepherd me and encourage me in every, and everywhere I look in every month or anywhere, anywhere we look, he just wants to encourage me and show me how much he loves me. So in this month of Shavat, it is called, um, the month of trees, actually. And um, it's interesting because they have a holiday here, and it, it's really a holiday that Israel has created, where it's like an Arbor Day um, on God's calendar um, here in the month of Shabbat. So they plant trees. Um, but one of the key scriptures of this month is Psalm 1. And talking about the Psalm 1 man. And if you were to read through it, it really encapsulates really what the whole month is talking about. And, and you know, what I'm, what I'm going to share on, you know, briefly, you guys can go back. And if you want to learn more, you can go back and, and watch the full chalkboard teaching that I go through. But um, basically, the Lord wants us to know, as if you think about a tree, you know, um, a tree is rooted and grounded, right? Mm-hmm. And um, the Lord wants us to know um, that we have our foundation is is that we are righteous in Him when we believe on Him, right, Cass? Yeah, absolutely. And yeah, yeah. And so when you get a revelation of that, that you know, when you know when you confess Jesus as your Lord, you know, you become a new creation in Christ. And now you are righteous before him in your spirit, man, you know? So, um, so, you know, you're, you're, if you really have that mindset and that revelation, you're not walking around saying, well, I'm unworthy or how could God love me? That's right. You know? Um, so I believe that the Lord, it's interesting how this connects with January too, how we start a new year is that the Lord is saying, you know, let me remind you or let me invite you to become righteous before me by believing in my son. And you will be like a tree that's planted by the water, the living waters. Yes. Um, so, um, Kaz, do you have anything that you like to share about Psalm 1? Because it's such, I might be dropping that um, on you, um, but I'm sure you have some type of insight. Well, let me, let me flip over to Psalm 1. and I. You want to flip over? I'm flipping but right now. But it's talking about that man you know, who meditates in his word oh, and he yeah. doesn't walk, you know, with, uh, he doesn't, he doesn't walk with sinners, you know, but he, 
you know, he, he meditates on the word Lord, of day God. And night. Yes, yes, yes. Yeah. Um, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yes. He that delights in the law of the Lord. Um, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It's, it's mm-hmm. remarkable. So it's really talking about relationship. Yep, but but what it's a, the, the simple takeaway for me is that if you uh, have mm-hmm. compassion for God and His Word, and you intend to follow it, then you will be blessed. It's, we will be blessed. Amen. So it's it's a amen. It's that's pretty straightforward. But we get to be dense sometimes, and we go, "I'll live my own life," and you know, I'll be a. Uh, Monday through Saturday sinner and a Sunday saint, and then I should be fine. No, no, no. He wants. He's. He gave his life for us. His son's life was given for us. We we need to have a level of uh, intimacy for him because uh, we're going to be spending eternity hopefully with him. So uh, we mm-hmm. we need to you know we need to have due course for uh, our actions. And the feasts and festivals, days and years, help us to know what to do and what not to do. And they're also to forewarn us of things that happened in this particular month and uh, earlier times in biblical days and say, beware that these things could repeat themselves. So, I mean, it's really remarkable in many facets. Right, right. We've got about a minute left in this segment, so take it wherever you want to, and then we will take a break. Yeah. Okay, okay. Um, yeah, one of the things that I, I liked and, and jumped out at me in this Psalm 1, where it talks about he will be this man who who delights in God's Word and meditates. He'll be like a tree that's planted by the streams of water. Oh, and there's the you know, tree like again, tree. isn't and it? That's, right? Yeah, the tree. So there yeah. it's connected. But a cool thing, if you look at that word planted in Hebrew, um, it's in the Hebrew there, it actually means transplanted. So... When you delight in God's word and when you meditate on his word, you're going to be like a tree that's transplanted that and and now you're by streams of water. It's basically what Romans 12 is talking about by the renewing of your mind. You you transplant, right? You 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 renew your mind by the word of God and you're no longer barren and in a dry land and and starving. But what happens when you when you're firmly planted or transplanted by meditating, you you have these uh, streams of living water, and you produce fruit in season, and 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 your leaf will not wither, and whatever you do shall prosper. So there is power in the word of God when we meditate upon it. Yes, and it transforms our life. We don't want to be conformed to the pattern of this world. We oh, want no. to be transformed. Yes. Right. Yes, yes, yes. Yeah. And we've got we've got a, a break coming up right away. But uh, my listening friend, beware. We're going to talk more about the months and days and seasons and signs and things like that, because these are literally signposts for us on who, why, what, where, when and how for our life and lifestyle. So Christine Vallis and I will be right back. This is Come Together San Diego, the live local show on K-Praise. More Come Together San Diego is just moments away. Come Together San Diego with Kaz Taylor on K-Praise. Welcome back, my friends, with my co-host, Christine Vallis. Uh, His appointed times, a remarkable author, an artist. Uh, She's an artist in many ways. Not only she does great, uh, great, uh, great damage to a... Uh, to a chalkboard, I don't mean damage in a negative way, but she can really draw things. And also she 
uh, is an artist by virtue of her music. Remarkable lady. And uh, we went from the telescope to the microscope looking at the months and days and seasons and times and years. And uh, we're into this month. It's the 11th month on the Hebrew calendar called Shavat. And uh, it, mm-hmm. within, within it, Christine, there's so much information as to um, the, the, the character of the, the, the tribe and uh, some of the other things about this month. I'm going to, and it's also a new year time frame for trees. So go <laughs> in Shavat, go hug a tree, literally. And yeah. uh, I'm going I'm to hand the baton over to you because you want to dig more deeply. Yeah, we'll, we'll touch a little bit more on this month, and then um, and in the next segment we'll jump ahead and look at the next month because that's when that's starting next week. So I, I thought we would uh, yes. just jump ahead and look at that one. Um, but as we are here still in this month of Shabbat, it's always good to the last drop, as I like to say. <laughs> um, but um, you know, it's funny as as you. Um, say go out there and hug a tree um you know sometimes i i when i'm talking to the lord and i'm and i'm you know just in my relationship with him and and thinking about the times and seasons and and it's just funny because the lord was saying well really like um the month is connected with trees so if you want to gain some insight on that why don't you just get outside and go for a walk and 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 what does a tree do? You know, be like a tree, rest and mm. and and get the fresh air and 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 take in the sun, you know, in the physical way and then in our spirit take in Jesus, you know, let your roots be refreshed by my spirit. Like look at that tree. You know, how does it grow so big, you know? Mm-hmm. It's because it has deep roots in me. Wow. You know, so gain insight, you know? And 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 it, it it's funny because because even at the beginning of the year, January, um, you know, I, you know, like we were saying, everybody's going to the gym or looking at that kind of stuff. And, and really what the Lord was, was, you know, kind of nudging me to do is like, get outside and go for a walk. Yes, you know? exactly. like, how hard can that be? And, 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 and be like a tree and, and breathe in the air, you know, physically and, and, and take my word in. So, you know, the Lord, you know, he, he speaks to us individually in different ways. All we have to do is, you know, he he's not the variable. We are. He's oh, ready to right. speak. He can't wait to talk to us. And um, he really wants to guide us day by day. So, yeah, Kaz, this month, like I said, is so connected to Psalm 1. And, uh, you know, Psalm 1 talks about, um, you know, that this man... Um, Let's, I want to go back to um, uh, verse 2, where it says, He delights in the law of the Lord, and he meditates on it day, day and, and night. night. And, yeah, day and night. And actually, what jumps out at me, Kaz, in this is, like, when I when I hear delighting in the law of the Lord, like, when I just read that at face value, I'm thinking, that how can you delight in the law? Oh, you know, like... That doesn't sound fun, you know, like, uh, you know, that's a, it just doesn't sound fun, you know. And so, but when when we're looking at, you know, the whole counsel of God, the word of God, you know, his word is good. You know, his word brings life. And, and when we look at God's word or his law, his whole full counsel as a love letter, it's not something that you look at with... Um, with like dread or like, oh, I have to read that. If, if you're looking at God's word like a love letter to you, 
you will delay in God's word and you will meditate upon oh, his my. word day and night because you can't help it. Yes, yes, yes. Reminds right? me of Joshua, I think one eight, let not the word of the law depart mm-hmm. from your mouth, but that you meditate on it day and night that you may um, have good success. So, so yes. just meditating on God's yeah. word will make you successful. Mm-hmm. I mean, that's a remarkable mm-hmm. verse. You know, as I jump ahead yeah. to the next verse, it tells, and it says, you shall yeah. be like a tree planted by the rivers of water. You know, one of the things that I realize mm-hmm. as I've dug through this, if you look at a fruit tree, mm-hmm. you figure out how much labor do they actually do to become fruitful. All they do is use the sustenance right. that God provides and the, the, the timing and the seasons that God provides, and they will be naturally and supernaturally fruitful. So one of the things that we need to realize when we uh, have a relationship with God, all we need to do is allow him to cultivate us the way that he wants to, and we will be fruitful. And with that fruitfulness will come great favor uh, and and great success. Mm -hmm. So it's not, you know, God's not asking us to, uh, you know, be very laborious. He wants us just to rest in him and Mm -hmm. allow, you know, and through that rest, he will tell us what to do, but it won't be cumbersome, it'll be a joy. And so, uh, I mean, this mm-hmm. is just remarkable as we dig into the feasts and festivals, days and years and the months. If we just listen to God, he, his whole point of the matter is to make intimate relationship with us, period. Think about right. that, right. <laughs> you trees. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That's right. And that, that's, a, that's an awesome point. Um, and, and I think about, too, like a um, a tree isn't out there like going, oh, let me push out. Like I have to make this apple come out. Oh, you know, how does it happen? Yes. How does it happen? It just stays connected. Oh, that's good. Right? It just stays connected. But the soil has to be good. You know, you know, so, you know, as long as it's connected and the soil and, and it's the seed, right? The seed down there. It's Wasn't there the something you just said about transplanting, being yeah. transplanted? So even if you're in cruddy soil, yeah. God will transplant you into a fruitful soil. I mean, Amen. what more could you ask for? Amen. Yeah, yeah. And, and you know, he transplants us. He makes us a new creation. But then, you know, in our spirit, but then in our minds, you know, as a man thinks, so his, so is he. We have our part, you know, God didn't renew our mind for us. <laughs> you know, so so he's saying, be reminded, be transformed by the renewing of your mind. And um, because as a man thinks, so is he. So when we know who we are in Jesus, how much he loves us, that gives us this firm foundation. All of a sudden we have these living waters and and fruit just automatically is produced in our life. Because um, we're renewing our mind to who he, who he is, and who we are in him. Yes, yes, yes. And, 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 and a lot and of people would say, "Isn't that work? Isn't that labor? Having to renew your mind?" And you know, mm. how would you respond to that? It's kind of a I labor. Would say yes. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but you know what? Here's the thing: we're thinking about something anyway, aren't we? I mean, and usually, you, you know, people are like, "Well, how do you meditate day and night?" Well, how do people worry about stuff day and night? Oh. It's right. That's yeah. not a problem, right? So you're just <laughs> switching it out. And why wouldn't why wouldn't we want Jesus's words? His, the Bible says that Jesus says, "My words are spirit and life." Ooh. And when you read that, it's like, "Oh my gosh, I want that! I want those words! I want to meditate on that! I want spirit and I want life! 
I don't want worry. You know, the enemy comes to kill, steal, and destroy. Yes. Jesus says, I want life and life abundant. So, you know, the enemy wants to steal the, the, the seed. He wants to steal the word. And so we have to guard our heart. We have to guard our soil. That's our part. But the Lord has given us everything that we need in our spirit, man, to, to, to renew our mind. He's given us everything. So he's not left us as orphans. That's right. And he's given us the months. So there are, when you realize yeah. that the month oftentimes go, it coincide with not only the um, typical emotions that people would experience, but the month also coincide with, you know, summer, winter, spring, and fall. And each one of those seasons mm-hmm. has uh, a message of life and a manner to live your yeah. life as well. I mean, it's remarkable. And mm-hmm. here we are in Shabbat mm-hmm. heading. Uh, I can see just ahead in, in, in this tunnel. I see just ahead. Springtime is coming soon. You know, it's like we're yeah. going through winter and, you know, in many areas of the United States, it has been and is a tough mm-hmm. winter, winter, but we can just mm-hmm. see the promise of uh, spring and summer coming very soon. So what a hope we have yes, because of the months. That. Amen. Amen. And, you know, I'll just. We got about to, one minute. So wherever you want to take up. Yes. I'll, on, on speed on speed talk here. Um, <laughs> you know, as, as we. But you can rest while you're right speed here. talking. Yeah, of course, of course I can. Yes, yeah. um, I, I I'm actually up in the Northeast in New Jersey. We just had a big, huge dumping of snow, you know. And you could say, oh, it's cold, nothing's happening, it's a dead season. But there is life happening under the surface. There oh, is yes. life happening under the surface, not only in the physical but in the spiritual. You know, so if it looks like nothing's happening in your life, just continue abiding in the Lord because. As you stay connected to him, just, you know, uh, you know, stay tuned, right? Because summer or spring is coming. Yes. Spring is coming. There is something happening beneath the surface, and it will come forth as you abide in him. Wow. And we'll talk more about that Mm -hmm. and so many other things dealing with the months and the seasons and his appointed times when Christine Vallis and Kaz come right back. This is Come Together San Diego, the live local show on K-Praise. More Come Together San Diego is just moments away. Now, back to Come Together San Diego, the live local show on K-Praise with Kaz Taylor. Well, I am back and we are walking through Scripture, but we're walking through Scripture in a very uh, specific manner. God gave us these dates and times and seasons and feasts and festivals uh, for us to learn things. And we're into uh, uh, closing the month of Shabbat, which is the 11th month, which is where we are right now. And in just a few days, it will be transitioning into the months of Adar. Well, Kaz, you made a mistake. You said months of Adar. <laughs> Not really did I make a mistake. And I'm going to allow... Christine Vallis to uh, carry it from here. But my listening friend, God can be mm-hmm. sneaky sometimes, and he has ulterior motives behind them. But when I said the months of mm-hmm. Adar, I wasn't even kidding. I'm going to hand it over to you now that I've stirred things up, Christine Vallis. Uh, that's great. Okay, well, now I can really get in there. Yeah, I was wondering how I would let them know about this. So, um, <laughs> yeah, so now we're going to talk about the next month, and it is called Adar. A-D-A-R, and it is the last month in God's spiritual calendar. And, but it, it's interesting, though, just like Cass said, there's, there are two months 
of this month of Adar. And you say, well, what do you mean? And um, so, again, this year, 5782, is not only a sabbatical year of rest, but it is also a biblical leap year. (laughs) And it's kind of funny, you know, it's like, really? Okay. So, um, you know, somehow, you know, on uh, the rabbis, they and and biblical scholars, you know, when they figure out the calendar and all this stuff, I guess just like on our Gregorian calendar, that we have a leap year. Yes, so, in February. Um, but the right, yeah, in February. So, um, so here on God's calendar, though, it's different because you know in February we add an extra day, right, cast to the month of February, but on God's calendar you actually add a whole extra month of a dar. Wow. And so I I don't know how it all evens out in the end, I, but it well, but it all evens out in the end. Do you know? Yeah, well, here, here, here's my understanding of it. The, the okay. lunar calendar versus the solar calendar. The lunar calendar, basically, we mm-hmm. the, the Hebrew calendar goes by the lunar calendar of days, and the days are shorter on the lunar calendar than the days are than and the days are on the solar calendar. The other piece of the equation is the, the with the um, lunar calendar. You you need to stay specific to the feasts and festivals, the 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 wheat harvest, the the barley harvest, yes. the wheat harvest, and the uh, olives and the grape harvest. And if you if you don't do the uh, Adar two periodically, you you misalign the actual harvests with the actual days they're celebrated. And you because the whole, God's whole calendar is built around the harvest, they 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 ha- ha- calculate. I don't know whether it's Five out of every fifth out of seven months. There's a there's a number of months uh, that you 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 can go a number of years that you can go, and then the, then the, all of a sudden God puts in a dar too. Uh, that is to mm-hmm. reconcile the lunar calendar with the actual harvest times of the barley, the wheat, and, and the grapes and olives. So because you know you can't have the Passover feast on a on a day when there's no Passover. You know there, when there's no uh, Harvest, you, you you can't do it. Right. So uh, these things have to be methodical, and God's calendar requires His uh, godly adjustments to uh, bring this into uh, back into timing. We we do the same thing with February twenty mm-hmm. eighth and twenty ninth, but they call that a leap year, but it's really a leap day. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> That's right. Yeah, and and here is like a leap month, I guess. Right. Yeah. Yes, exactly. So, um, yeah. Well, that that helps me so much. Thank you, thank you. That helps me a lot. I I I, I was wondering the first time I hit a leap year, you know, whenever this happened, I, I was like, wow, how how does this even out? But it does, and it is to connect with Passover, like you said, yes. and 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 all the following feasts. So um, so this last month or months of Adar. Uh, the first one, uh, the first round of it is going to start this coming Tuesday night. And I'll be uh, posting my chalkboard teaching on YouTube and on my website on Tuesday night if you want to watch the whole full teaching. Um, but yes, yes. And you can get into all the the details of it. But um, but uh, one of the things that I was reminded of about Adar, because, you know, I do have to remind myself as we go around and around. And I was like, oh, yeah, that's right. This word Adar means strength. And... Ooh. And, you know, yeah, and and I think it's interesting because, 
it's the last month in the spiritual year. And I always feel like the Lord is saying, end the year strong. Right. Yes. And it's like, it's like a lap and it's like, you see the finish line End the year strong End the year strong. And, um, and so you get all psyched up and yeah, I'm going to end the year strong, you know? So, um, but, but then again, I stop and I wait and it's like, okay, wait, but don't strive. You know, it's not in your own strength because, um, in the Bible, our strength is connected to joy, Ooh, yes. right? Nehemiah said, the joy of the Lord Ooh, is yeah. your strength. <laughs> I love it, Christine. Yeah. So it's like just when we're all ready to like, you know, start being like, okay, God, I got it from here. You know, the Lord is like, no, if you want strength, it's actually joy. And the joy um, is connected with me. <laughs> That's your strength. Yes. And um, so it's like one scripture connects to the next and connects to the next because Psalm 16 says in your presence, right? David says in your presence is fullness of joy that that equates that's our strength so if we want to end the year strong we don't do it in our own strength we do it by his joy and where do we get his joy in his presence yes 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 right one of the things that i noticed that you have on your on your calendar too when you look at the month of adar Mm. once these things are also tied to as we said a different tribe different tribes the previous month was was Asher, yeah. and Asher has That's to right. do with the the by in Genesis forty nine. It has to do with the king's royal dainties. So it's a sweet month, and I I see that you allude to that in, in some of your writings as well. A time of sweetness. Mm-hmm. But we're transitioning from the time of sweetness and the and the month of Asher, which is Shavat, into Adar. And there is a, one of my favorite characters. One of my favorite animals is uh, illustrated in that month, isn't it, Christine? Yes, it is. Are, are you referring to? Are the, you referring the, to the doe? The hindsight free, like absolutely. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Amen. Amen. And you know, really, I think uh, what we're what we're our hearts are probably excited about is the story of Esther, right? Ooh, yes. In this month, yeah, and um, because that hindsight, like a doe set free, you know, all. all as you look at this month of Adar, it's all depicted in the month of Esther. But um, Naphtali, you're talking about the tribe, um, and, and being like a doe set free, um, the, the prophecy over um, Naphtali was um, in Genesis 49:21. It says, Naphtali is a doe let loose. He gives beautiful words. Ooh. There, so, there's the word thing um, again, isn't it? Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Right. And so now you look at that and it should, you know, um, say, wait, words, wait, aren't we living in the decade of declaration? And, the, you know, so, okay. <laughs> so that, a double and triple like blessings here this out. time around. Double and triple yeah. blessings. Yeah. Wow. Because of Adar Amen. and Adar too. <laughs> oh my gosh. Yeah. It's like a double, triple play. Yeah. So, um, so here it is. Naphtali is a doe let loose. He gives beautiful words. And if you really look at the tribe of Naphtali, they were not only a, 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 a troop of, or a tribe, you know, of, of uh, an army, but they were also a dancing troop of, of worshiping warriors. Ooh. And so, yeah. And so, so there's so much, like you say, you can just start unpacking the month. But um, so worshiping, uh, like a doe let loose, you know, the curse is reversed. 
So if your curse is reversed, you know, Jesus became a curse for us, you know, while we were yet sinners, he yet died for us, all this stuff. So when we receive him, we are a doe let loose. Right. And so we should we should rejoice. We should be worshiping, dancing before him, everything, whatever expression you want to give before the Lord. And then also, not only um, does Naftali communicate um, his love for the Lord, you know, in in movement through worship, but also in in dance. But also it says he gives beautiful words. So um, Naftali was gifted with communication. Ooh. With speaking, I hadn't. Speaking I, you know, that's a great. Words. That's a great analogy uh, with the communications. Mm-hmm. Uh, I love that. We've got about uh, 30, 40 seconds left. Uh, <gasps> oh my gosh! Okay, I wasn't paying attention to time this time. Okay, <laughs> so yeah, so so um, so the Lord, you know, is encouraging us again in this decade um, to speak forth beautiful words, and again, we get them from Him. You know, whatever we put in our heart, uh, you know, is going to come out of our mouth. You know, so it's a back to that intimacy, spending time in his presence, in his presence is fullness of joy. And it's going to cause us um, to to leap forth. And and one thing I'm looking at our time here. I don't want. Oh, our time is up, isn't it? We have to wait until the next. <laughs> see, that, see, that's what being a co-host is. You're, yeah. you're looking at the clock and you realize <laughs> the time is running out. Well, my listening friend, yes. in the spiritual sense, time is running out in many ways as well. And when you yeah. know the calendar, you can have great anxiety. It gives way to confidence, peace, and joy. We're going to talk more about those things in the concluding segment when we come right back. More Come Together San Diego with Cass Taylor is next on Praise. Now, more of Come Together San Diego, the live local show on Praise. Here's Cass Taylor. Welcome back, my friends. Here for the very last segment with Christine Vallis. I'm so sad. <laughs> but uh, we know that because the month, the, the, the month are, um, what do we say? They're, they can each, each, each month each of the year and each yearly cycle is a preparation for the next year around. So it's, the months are cyclical. So uh, I think our... Friendship is cyclical, too, and our discussions on the radio will be cyclical. We'll be having you back uh, 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 around about again and again and again, Christine. But anyway, <laughs> one of the things that uh, uh, I want you to talk about is to tie all this thing together. Mm-hmm. I mean, we've talked about uh, the different months uh, from, a micros- uh, from a telescopic point of view and, and the decades and things like that. And now we're getting down mm-hmm. to kind of wrapping everything up. How would you like to wrap this up? <clears throat> Uh, what are your thoughts on this? My listening friend, I hope you're realizing that each year and each month and each decade is burgeoning with information that will help you live your life, but also forewarn you about uh, enemy influences embedded within these months. It is so true. I'm going to hand it off to you now that I've yeah. set you up. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Thank you, Kaz. Always a pleasure. And, you know, when you asked me to come on, um, I was thinking today, for this double header section, I was like, well, it is a, it is a double month of a dark coming up, you know, and here in 2022, double, double everything. Ooh, so, my. so thank you so much. Yeah. Thanks so much for having me for this double session. Oh, it's this a pleasure. broadcast has been such a joy. Um, well, you know, what I was, what I wanted to um, talk about and, and, uh, you know, as time was ticking during the last segment there, I thought, Ooh, okay, let me just, throw this in before, you know, we wrap up and, um, you know, being a leap year, 
um, you know, the Lord was just highlighting to me um, that, you know, as we as we end this year, um, here Adar 1 and Adar 2, before we, we get to Passover and Nisan, the beginning of a new spiritual year, you know, starting in the spring and everything, he, he was, you know, just encouraging me, um, again, saying that Adar means strength, Strength is connected to joy. You find joy in my presence. And so end the year strong, even leap for joy, you know, leap for joy in your spirit, leap for joy in the physical even, you know. And and I thought like, you know, Lord, okay, well, we can only really leap, um, you know, when we trust you, you know, you know, it's almost like taking the nasty plunge or something, you know, it's like, I'll do it. You know, um, when you're leaping, you're trusting. And, and so, so I really felt like the Lord was saying, not only, um, I want you to leap for joy. And, and that is going to come when you leap into my presence. Ooh, I like it. Yes, yes, yes. Yeah. Leap into my presence like my beloved child, you know, like come boldly to the throne of grace. Don't be shy. Don't feel like you have to come in here all cleaned up. You know, don't, don't put it off because I want you to come into my presence boldly, leaping for joy. Come up on my lap. Let me, let me love you. Let me tell you how much I love you. Let me encourage you. Let me show you where to rest. Let me. Let me let me uh, give you a double blessing in this double year, you know, double a dard, 22, 57, 82, rest, all this stuff, your house, your body, you know. And so he's saying, leap into my presence, and then you will be able to leap out into the world that oh I've my. called you, to leap out into the things I'm calling you, even to leap into rest for those things, you know, that as we labor into its rest. So. So I just I just love that encouragement of the Lord, you know. I do Again, too. going back to the intimacy. Well, the yeah. one other thing that you made mention of, you're talking about leaping, uh, as in a doe mm-hmm. set free or a, a naphtali as a, as a deer. Um, one of the things I, when you've been to Israel, have you not? I have not been to. Oh Israel. my goodness! One of the things only in my my dreams. Yeah. One of the trips that I made there, <clears throat> we went up to the places where. You know, the, the cave of Adullam was supposed to be, and there's a waterfall mm-hmm. and everything like that. It's beautiful. But you look to your left, and they're not more than about t- eight or ten feet away. There are these deer clinging to the ragged uh, mountains, you know, the, the, the rocky cliffs. And you, you couldn't conceive how anybody could climb up those things, but they just casually jump from one little uh, precipice to another and just a little rocky outlet basically of inches they're they're, they're climbing effortlessly and I'm, I'm thinking you know this hind or this doe naphtali set free it's got sometimes we have difficult terrain to deal with but if we entrust god he will prepare our footing for us and for, for when you know god then there's no anxiety or fear those animals it was just like walking on flat ground for them so one of the things that we need to be aware of though the enemy says oh there's a craggy cliff you're going to die god says no no i've prepared mm-hmm. you for that craggy cliff <laughs> mm-hmm. a lot of peace amen. in that amen 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 the the hind feet on hind places. High places, yes, yeah, indeed. and yeah, and I'm reminded. I actually have this verse here, uh, Psalm 18, 
For by you I can run upon a troop, for Ooh. and by my God I can leap over a wall. Wow. <laughs> and even, yeah, you know. So I feel like that—that's like a prophetic word coming out. You know that some of listeners may feel like there's a wall in front of them that they're never going to be able to cross. That they're never going to be able to get over this thing. And um, it's by my God that I can leap over that wall by that obstacle. Oh, and it right. says here that the. The God who girds me with strength, Psalm 18, which is which is his joy, makes my way blameless. He makes my feet like hind's feet and sets, sets me, me upon, upon the high, high places. <laughs> there you go. Yeah. Remarkable. Remarkable. Yeah. So my listening friend, yeah. I, I trust that you are seeing the tremendous value in having an understanding of God's Feasts and festivals, days and years, signs and seasons, they're all there for Y-O-U. So we've got about a minute and a half. Uh, Would you like to do any declarations over our listeners or any encouragement? And you can also end with ways that people can dig out uh, your wonderful uh, chronologue of of, of feasts and festivals and and teachings. So I'm going to hand it to you. You've got about a minute uh, or so, just a little bit over a minute. Okay. Okay. Well, you know what? One thing that I feel like I need to touch on uh, in this last minute or so is, um, and I we we I talked about it for a second. There was the feast of Purim, Ooh, and yes. I want to um, some some of you guys know about it, and because it's a leap year, it's going to fall in the second month of Adar, and I believe actually this year it falls on St. Patrick's Day. I think oh does it? Yeah. So, so that'll be a, a, a fun day, right? Um, so, but but really, I encourage you guys to read through the book of Esther um, in this in this month, and um, because you know the Lord has called us for such a time as this, and you know if you look at at Esther, you know it was she found her wisdom in the secret place, and she spoke forth beautiful words, you know because she went to that secret place, and she she got her strength. Um, from from being in God's presence, and she got her boldness, and she spoke forth. You know, she revealed her true identity. So I believe the Lord is is saying, even as we're wrapping up the spiritual year, we got two rounds of this month of Adar. You know, just um, learn from from Esther, learn from Mordecai, dig into that book, and um, and see how the Lord speaks to you. Because in, especially in this decade of declaration, we are, to, we are to be like Mordecai and Esther. You know, we are not to back down. We are to speak forth the truth and love. Um, and so, again, all, all that, how can we do that? We, we get it all from the secret place. Yes. You know? Yes. And, and he, he brings us up. He elevates us. He brings us before kings. And, um, and so, so I'm just excited about that. Um, so I feel like we have this this double adar to really um, see our identity in Christ, who we really are. We are royal priesthood. You know, you can look at Esther and yes, go, oh yes. my gosh, I wish I could be Esther. Uh-huh. We're more. We're, yes, we're yes. even more, you know. Yes, I mean, yes, yes. And oh, I wish I could be like, you know, Mordecai. So, so I just pray um, encouragement. You have been born and, and for such a time as this, in this time and season, yes. time is good because God made it. And um, our future is bright and the best is yet to come. Very good. Quick website, and then we have to go. Amen. Oh, yeah. Okay. ChristineVallis.com, and I'm on YouTube and Facebook. 
Thank you so much, guys. Christine, Thanks, thank Kat. you, my friend. Lord, Lord bless you guys, and just pay close attention to what God's got. He's got your uh, future and your present mapped out in his calendars, so look into them. God bless you guys, Christine. God bless you. My friends, I hope you had a good time digging into God's Word and to his feasts and festivals, days and years. Thanks for joining Cass Taylor and his many friends, including you, for Come Together San Diego. Join us again next week as we explore what unity in the body of Christ sounds like within this county and beyond on Come Together San Diego. Tell a friend, tell a neighbor, tell a co-worker, and then let's all come together San Diego next Saturday from 5 to 7 p.m. on K-Praise. Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal record to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.